it seems like a, a great journey should have this great start. And this, we didn't know it, but this became a great journey for us. I mean, it's shaped the course of our lives over these last 20 years. And it was a pretty inauspicious beginning. It was just a couple yeah. of guys sitting in a truck loaded with odds and ends driving across the country. So why would two guys leave comfortable jobs, move across the country and start a business in an industry they don't know, a place they don't know, and could it be successful? We're Dale and Brian Carmi. Join us as we share our story and inspire you to become people of impact. Welcome to the Impact Without Limits podcast. Are you the type of person that needs to have everything go according to plan? Or another way, do you roll with the punches or do you get knocked out? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Impact Without Limits podcast, and thanks for joining us again. Uh, and for those of you that are, are new, this is a, a series we're kind of going through our story and our journey starting the Foreverline business. And we're also kind of pulling out some things out of our story that we think might be applicable in your daily life. So if this is your first episode, welcome. If you've, if you've been here before, welcome back. Um, so we left off last week. We'd kind of made the commitment and we decided we were going to move to Albuquerque and we were going to start this artificial grass business. We were going to be dealers for Astrolon in New Mexico. And I, I think as, as we get into it, um, what, you know, here we are living in Northeast Ohio. We convince our wives that the best plan is for the two of us to go out kind of like pioneers in the wild west we're going to go out and tame the wild west we're going to get this business started we're going to get everything settled they're going to stay home with the kids we're going to put our homes up for sale and then we'll bring them out to join us once we've conquered the west about three months months later (laughs) i find it humorous looking back on it that we thought it would only take us three months to get business set up and established and be able to support our families the reason we were doing it this way we didn't have any money yeah. We couldn't get money from the bankers. We didn't have any savings to invest. We didn't, uh, we had no cash. So we, we did a couple things. We took out um, the second loan on my home. You took out a, a second se- loan on your van. We overfinanced the we truck. Overfinanced the truck. We, we had buying. one credit card. Not things we would necessarily recommend to someone else, but at the same time, sometimes you do whatever you have to do to get started. Yeah. And that's where we were. So. <clears throat> Here we are in Ohio, software consultants. We've still never seen um, the product installed. I mean, we saw a product in the ground. We've never seen or been part of an installation. We don't know how to install artificial grass. We don't know how to seam it. We don't know how it goes together. What was your prior business experience? Software consulting? Yeah. No, prior business experience, none. Yeah. Neither of us had run (laughs) a business. So uh, that's the reason I think to us it felt like we were going to the Wild West. Not so much we're going from East Coast to West Coast, Midwest to West Coast, but we were pioneers going to some place we didn't know, going to a land of the unknown, which was business ownership, artificial turf, Albuquerque, New Mexico. So we, uh, we our, our first purchase was Big Blue, our faithful truck. This is a 1997 Ford F-350 
Um, my Which daughter we Kaylin, still have, by the way. We do still have. I love that truck. My daughter Kaylin helped us pick it out. She was seven. Yeah. <laughs> so she had a good eye. She got a good one. And we load the truck up in Ohio. Do you, do you remember there was one thing we had to have before we could drive it was the, a radio? The radio. We had to get a radio. It's like we're driving we 30, drive it across 30 the hours across the country. We got to have a radio. Just the bare essentials, Lloyd. Just so, the bare essentials. Uh, trying to paint a picture here. In the, uh, we bought a trailer. Our second purchase was a trailer. Yeah, flatbed trailer. I think the third purchase was a shovel and a rake, a couple <laughs> hand tools. That's all we had, guys. Um, so we loaded up the truck and trailer with our uh, critical or essential belongings needed to go out and establish a business in New Mexico. Um, we had a day bed. Yeah. That was. Thank you, Grandma Watkins. Given to you by your Grandma Watkins. We had a little couch. We had a dresser. Had my motorcycle. Um, we had the hand tools, you know, a hand tamper, shovel, rake, things like that. And a couple other odds and ends. And this is what you need to start a business. I am certain that if somebody just, you know, like if, if something happened and we disappeared and the truck and trailer were found, there would be an awful lot of theories as to what was going on. <laughs> but going out to start an artificial <laughs> turf business would probably would. not have been high on the list. Yeah, none of them would have been starting a business. Yeah. So uh, it was hard. It was hard getting started. I remember it was it was that Sunday night. I don't know, September 22nd, and I'm getting ready to pull out of my, my driveway to head up to get you, Brian, and it was late. It was probably 12 or 1 o'clock, 12 midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning, not necessarily the right time to start a journey across the country, but I'd spend all day trying to get the trailer ready and get, get all those key essentials packed up. Um, it was difficult to put that truck in gear and to take off and pull out of the house. Cause I'm leaving behind my wife. Um, my son, Derek, who was nine, Kaylin was seven and McKenna was four. And it's, it was just, there was so much unknown. And the thing I was kind of holding on to was, well, Brian's, <laughs> Brian's waiting for me. So I really, I can't back out. Right. If Brian wasn't there, maybe I, I get out of the truck, go back in the house and say, yeah, this might have been a bad idea, but I know Brian's waiting for me. So about one o'clock, one thirty in the morning, I pull out and start heading to your house. I think he was supposed to pick me up at nine p.m. <laughs> yeah, and I think around ten p.m. I'm packed, sitting in the driveway waiting, and I call down to find out. I call Dale's cell phone, thinking he's down the road, and I hear Ken in the background, our brother, and I'm like, "What? What's going on?" I was like, "Oh, we're we're still loading the trailer." I'm like, oh man, and that waiting, it might have been a couple hours. And and it felt like an eternity, but um, yeah, I know. don't think I got to your place till two thirty or three. Yeah, Something I like I that. know. Yeah, we didn't make it out of the state of Ohio before the sun came up. That's that's for sure. But uh, I think you know there was a commitment there, and you know we we talked a little bit about commitment when we signed the agreement with Astroline. We talked a little bit about the commitment of you know getting a cell phone number in Albuquerque and feeling that. But I think the biggest commitment we had made were, you know, to our wives that this is what we were doing and to each other that, that we were going to do this together. And had we not had that commitment, um, I think I I certainly would have backed out on my own. And I think you're oh, in the same. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, um, you kind of picture if, if you look back in history and you, and you see amazing things, great things, um, great journeys, you kind of picture this fanfare like – 
this big event when this thing started or that started. And so it seems like uh, a great journey should have this great start. And this, we didn't know it, but this became a great journey for us. I mean, it's shaped the course of our lives over these last 20 years. And it was a pretty inauspicious beginning. It was just a couple yeah. of guys sitting in a truck loaded with odds and ends driving across the country. Yeah. And, you know, I, I have a little saying, and it's that entrepreneurship is messy. And it was probably especially messy for us. But, um, you know, there's you, you do a plan. But sometimes you just you just roll with what's there. And, you know, we asked that question in the beginning. You know, are, are you somebody that rolls with the punches or do you get knocked out? And, you know, as, as you go through uh, whatever journey you're on, whatever, um, you know, endeavor you're, you're, you're facing, there's going to be difficulties. The question is how you deal with those. And so, you know, we're sitting there, we're, we're, we're starting our drive across the country. And, and I know there was a period of time as we're driving down the highway that we looked at each other and just thought, what, what are we are doing? We doing? <laughs> Is this the right thing? But we looked back on it and I mean, we had, we had done research. We had Mm -hmm. been thoughtful as we went through this. We had the spreadsheets to back it up. We had been praying as we went through it. We had talked with our wives. We were convinced that this is what we were supposed to be doing, even if we didn't know exactly how we were supposed to do it. And again, that, that purpose drives you. Yeah. I I think it really does. Uh, you, You can endure a lot. You can overcome a lot. You can attempt a lot if you truly believe um, what you're doing. You believe in it. And so whether that's an element of belief or an element of faith, however you want to look at it, we believed what we were doing was good and right, and that that made it work. Do you remember um, somewhere around St. Louis we made a phone call? Yeah. So we talked about being software consultants and look, we're, we're, we're operating with integrity. We want to be honest and upfront. So we called, uh, the small consulting firm that we were working with had, had recently brought in a, uh, I guess a COO. And he was a gentleman that we had some conflict with, uh, was a little gruff in his mannerisms, but we felt the right thing to do was to let him know we were taking a little trip. And we were at this point still going to continue to, you know, we worked from home so we could work remotely. We could work wherever we were. We we're going to work some from Albuquerque. But uh, I remember calling and just saying, hey, Steve, just uh, want to let you know uh, we're not going to be in our home offices for the next few weeks. Dale and I are uh, in the truck and we're heading across the country. We're going to go to Albuquerque and spend some time out there. Kind of a little brotherly adventure, <laughs> which was all true. It was all true. We maybe didn't give him. The whole story, yeah, but we gave him absolute truth on the parts. We it was gave the him. truth and nothing but the truth. Maybe not the whole truth, but um, we were true to our word, and, and we didn't we didn't cheat them. We no. finished well. We we worked um, as much or more than than ever to to take care of our consulting clients. But at the same time, we were starting a new business, and I remember, uh, man, I'll, I'll never forget. Uh, you talked about when we hit that New Mexico yeah. state line. Uh, it was it was uh, it, it was like you were crossing a threshold. It was like you're stepping out of one life into the next. It, it to me, I don't know why, but seeing that New Mexico sign crossing the border from Texas into New Mexico was a monumental moment, and I just felt like at this moment everything changed. 
And then we continued on uh, into Albuquerque. And if any of you have ever driven at Albuquerque, man, it's a beautiful place to drive into from, you know, from the west you come in and you, you, you see the valley and then the Sandias. We were coming from the east, so we we're driving through East Mountain. So you kind of go through this lush, green, foresty area. Lush, my <laughs> Well, for New Mexico. But then green. You, we'll go you, with green because you of all wind the pine through trees. that pass and you're just in the city. And I remember pulling up to, uh, well, yes, I'm Go cutting ahead. you off here, but where were we going? We didn't know. Yeah. So we, yeah, it's we a didn't good, have good point. homes. We decided on our previous trip to Albuquerque that the most important thing we could find was a business location. Yeah. We wanted a, a home for our business before we had a home for ourselves. And so we. One of the reasons we also decided it was smart to leave the wives and kids at home. <laughs> And also one of the reasons there was a day bed on the, <laughs> on the trailer, but we, uh, we, we just, we determined we didn't, we, we didn't have the money. Bankers told us no, um, funding we thought we had fell through. We borrowed a little bit of money just so we could buy the truck and do some things. Um, we were essentially cash poor. Yes. We were essentially poor in we were, general, but yeah. <laughs> cash poor. So the little bit of money we had, we invested in that office. So we just figured we'll, we'll live in the office. We'll live in the warehouse. I say office. It was a warehouse. The little office. On yeah. Front. So we pull into this, uh, so we had landlord, to, we had to go to the, the landlord we were leasing from to get the keys to our warehouse. So we could had somewhere to go. Cause that was, that was home. And similar to the banker, he kept asking for these things called financial <laughs> statements. Now, while we had done software consulting for people that created financial statements, we, we didn't no really idea. create like, – oh. we didn't have any. So we had some things on spreadsheets, but we were really hoping we could get the keys without having to see him just from his receptionist. But sure enough, uh, yeah, Charles so, was there. So we pull into his office. I think it was there off Louisiana Avenue, and um, we drive around the back of the parking lot. We park our rig. We get out. Now, we've been driving for 30 hours. It was about 9 o'clock Tuesday morning. Just stopped maybe for a quick bite to eat and some bathroom breaks and things, and maybe maybe once or twice just to sleep on the side of the road for half an hour. So we're probably not looking the best. We're probably not smelling the best. Uh, we park, we go in, and we're walking up the stairwell to get to his office. And I remember looking out the window of the stairwell and seeing the truck and trailer sitting at the back of the parking lot and thinking, oh my goodness, we look like the Beverly Hillbillies. And if you're under 30, you might not know who the Beverly, Beverly Hillbillies are, but look it up. It was it's a not a compliment. Show. Yeah, it, it was um, – we didn't – again, didn't look like we were going out to start a business. But he didn't see the trailer, at least didn't comment on the trailer. We got the keys, and we moved our stuff in. And, and as we moved in, there was a front office that was kind of a reception area, office area. Then there was a back warehouse. And then there was this place we called Middle Earth that was halfway in between, didn't have a ceiling, it was kind of uh, just some carpet on the floor, no real ceiling, but had it was right next to the bathroom. Right there was a little sink. And that's where we set up our day bed. And we decided to try and make it look like a couch for anybody that would happen to come through. Well, but we're businessmen. You it's know. where we, we were going to appearance sp- to uphold. <laughs> in that day bed or on the floors where we were going to spend our nights uh, taking turns on, on who got. And I don't know which was worse, that concrete floor <laughs> or that little day bed trundle. That thing was rough. Um, and then showering in the little sink. No, you say showering. There wasn't a shower. It was just a <laughs> little was sink, a sink with one gallon water heater underneath of it. Yeah. So we would splash a little water on us to f- try and 
<laughs> as well as you can get clean. So we get to this office and we, we, this is home. This is our warehouse for us. The business and home are the same. And we're pulling in and our next door neighbor, um, business neighbor, they come out and they're like, what are you guys doing? We said, well, we're, we're moving in. This is our lease. And they said, well, we didn't think your lease started till October 1st. And we said, well, it doesn't, but you know, landlord's letting us in a few days early. They said, well, we have like a business opening, a grand opening for our business. And we were going to use your office space to entertain and have the business and everything. And we said, that's fine. <laughs> you, you know, you can, we'll let you have people over. And they're like, well, I mean, <laughs> like the, there's a congresswoman coming and it's a giant ribbon somebody cutting from event the mayor for them, yeah. and a lot of business owners and things. And we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> I think they probably saw the day bed and we're a little bit. Yeah, I remember we, we had people walking through and, you know, we were just kind of, uh, well, we didn't really have anywhere to go. So we we're just milling around the office. We thought, you know, maybe we could meet some people, but it probably wasn't the best first impression. Everybody walking through would say, hey, what's up with the bed? And our we, our response was always, it's not a bed, it's a couch. But I don't think we fooled too many people. <laughs> to the point of getting angry, we would just defy them. <laughs> it is a couch. So, uh, but anyway, that that was just a humorous yeah. little story. I don't know that that's really going to add any value to anybody's <laughs> life. But look, fun. It's good to smile and good to laugh. So, yeah, you were talking about, um, I, I went out to do what was, I think, my first sales call. I, I don't know that we had done any before this. I drove up to Santa Fe to meet a guy by the name of Charlie. I was trying to save money, so I took the motorcycle. It didn't use as much gas. I realized it wouldn't look as professional. So when I got to Charlie's house, I tried hiding it in the alley, and I parked it back in the alley and got off the bike and get myself straightened up and ready to walk in. And I look up, and here comes a car driving up the back alley. Sure enough, it was Charlie. So there was You no, were busted before you oh, started. Yeah. There was no hiding that one. Um, but did the did the estimate, uh, came back, sent him numbers, and Charlie Charlie bought. Charlie called and was like, let's do this thing. He did work you down on the base, though. Yeah. He didn't like your base numbers. So, again, we've never done an install except for the little one we botched in front of our office. We'll probably tell that story, too. But um, – but we knew, we were told, you have to have a stone base. So you take out some dirt, you put in a gravel stone base, create a good base, you install the turf on top. And Charlie says, hey, uh, is there any way to cut number, you know, price on this? I said, well, it's, I think it's, we're, we're pretty tight on where we're at. And, and I was breaking it down. I said, you know, this much for the stone base. And he goes, stone base? He said, I don't need a stone base. Uh, the, the ground out here is really hard. I said, well, you know, I'm pretty sure you, you want a stone base. He says, no, no, no. He said, this ground's really hard. We don't need a stone base. So not really knowing what I was doing, I agreed to drop the stone base, but I made the sale. So You did. That was a good one. And so we had a roll of turf, and we decided to start our first install. So this story of Charlie and that first install great is, story. is a great story, and I, I think we're going to save that actual uh, story they, for next week. They but, call these cliffhangers. <laughs> that's why they call it cliffhanger. Uh, but if you, if we go back to the beginning and the question that we asked, are you the type of person that needs everything planned out or can you roll with the punches? And again, it wasn't that we didn't have a plan. I mean, we had thought through it, but when you get started, things don't always go exactly according well, to plan. You said it. Entrepreneurship is messy. Um, but you could take entrepreneurship out. You could say life is messy. 
parenthood is messy. Um, marriage is messy. Life is messy. What are you going to do with that? Yeah, and I, I think back, there's, there's a great Mike Tyson quote, which is, everyone has a plan until they get in the ring and get punched in the face, <laughs> right? And, you know, and I, I think that's kind of what happened to us. We got to Albuquerque. You know, we're laughed at by the bankers. We, we realize that we're probably in over our heads. Uh, we have this event where we have people walking through and laughing at our daybed. And, and here we are thinking, man, we can either put our tail between our legs and head home or we can keep pressing forward. And so, you know, I just give some encouragement to any of you that are in a spot where maybe you started something and it isn't going exactly as you planned. That's okay. Life never goes exactly as you planned. And, you know, you've got to be willing to roll with the punches a little bit. Yeah, you got a plan. You get punched in the face. Now what do you do? So, you know, we would just like to, to offer some encouragement and say, you know, keep churning, keep working, keep moving forward. You might need to adjust your plan some. You might need to go off script a little bit, but just keep moving forward. Yeah, so thanks again, everybody, for listening, for joining us. Uh, on our adventure, we're hoping that you can find information here and stories and, and you can relate to things that will help make you a person of impact in your, your own life and in the lives of those around you. So um, if this has been beneficial to you, uh, tell somebody about it, uh, share the podcast with a friend. And, Leave uh, us a review and be sure to join us next week where you will certainly experience some uh, of our biggest failures and some of yeah, our funniest yeah, and most enjoyable on stories. See you next time. This is the Threads Army reminding you that faith looks up, hope looks ahead, and love looks all around to see whom it can help. Good day.